0: What's up, everyone? It's das, What She said with Danny Podcast this week. As Danny has mentioned a couple times since we've been talking about the podcast, it's May, Danny. That is. Are you ready for May? Is May ready for me? She's dancing, by the way. You guys can't see her, but she seems like she's ready. And yes, May is definitely ready for you. I'm trying to get pumped up for Nikki Lopez. I am so excited for Nikki Lopez. He has been. Absolutely amazing on Instagram, posting all about the season last year. He was really pumped up to be called up. We'll talk to him about that. He made his debut in May, and he hit home run about a month later. We'll talk to him about that. Just how this Royals team is super young and super ready to go, and when he thinks they're going to make a postseason run. I'm really interested,
1: actually, to hear what he thinks about that because – I know we're not going to get into the depth of it, but they were averaging age 27 last year in 2019. They're like the sixth youngest team. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal.
0: Plus he had a front row view to Jorge Soler and his AL home run domination, which was a lot of fun to watch. 48 homers in 2019. So he'll give us a little bit of an insight into that. Mike Matheny is now their new manager. Danny, you know him very well, watching him for years in St. Louis. So I'm curious to see if he's been in contact with him and what he expects from Matheny. They're in for a treat. He's he's a good manager, and I think he
1: learned a lot from St. Louis and now can take that into Kansas City.
0: For sure. Plus, we'll talk to Nikki about quarantine, of course. We'll play our scale of 1 to 10. How much TV is he watching? How much is he eating? How much is he calling his mom? All of those fun questions. The important things. That's right. The things that really matter. (laughs) The dirt that we want to get to on the podcast. Just kidding. We don't reveal any dirt here. We just have fun. And then obviously our rapid fire where we'll talk to him about his Chipotle consumption. And he has a Chipotle card with his name on it, which is like our dream. Danny, could you imagine anything better than that? If I sent you a Chipotle card right now with your name on it, It would be like your birthday every day. I would cry and I don't cry. I literally
1: don't have (laughs) tear ducts. I am Cameron Diaz in the holiday and I would produce so many tears. I wouldn't know what to do with them. But I think the real question is what would you
0: pay? What would you pay for a
1: Chipotle card?
0: Great question. And we'll ask Nikki that. Plus we want to know if he's practicing his bat flip and how much he's annoying his girlfriend. <laughs> so all that, and then we'll end with the embarrassing story. So should we welcome Nikki onto the podcast? Yes, we should definitely welcome Nikki in. What's up, Nikki Lopez, joining the podcast. How are
2: you? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, I'm good. I played golf this morning, but then I had, I'm had i working with um, Tyron Matthews Foundation, so I had to do a radio interview with him this morning. Yeah, so now I'm here. So where are you? Where's here? Uh, Arizona. So I'm still in Surprise, Arizona. Um, I spent the offseason in Scottsdale, went to Glendale, and then now I moved to uh, Surprise. So I'm just bouncing around Arizona, waiting to hear when we're going to play baseball again.
1: Man, uh, we we keep talking to guys who are in sunny places, Lex, and uh, it looks pretty good on them, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. We're we're super stoked to have you, uh, kind of just been looking at who you are and and what you're into, and um, I mean, we might as well jump right in. So you made your debut May 14th, 2019. Can you kind of go through that day and tell us the moment that sticks out to you the most?
2: Yeah, well, one moment, my first hit, that was the moment that stuck out to me the most. Um, Going through the whole day, though, is I'm not I'm not the type of person who kind of gets nervous, but there was definitely some butterflies that were there. And um, I was just very anxious to play and anxious to like go out on the field. So I know my mind was in a million places. Um, It was just bouncing all over. And I just wanted to, you know, I wanted that first ground ball to come to me. And I wanted that like first at bat to be over with because then everything after that, um, the you know, the nerves started settling down and stuff like that. But once I got my first hit, I tell the story a lot that I remember just standing on first base and it was almost like I was in slow motion and I was taking like pictures with my, with my like head and I'm just like scanning the whole stadium and it was a standing ovation. And um, I remember looking up at the, one of the suites that the uh, Royals put my parents and girlfriend and uh, an agent in. And I remember just watching them jump up and down in the, in the suite. So that was something that I will always remember.
0: Nikki, how did you know that you were called up? What's your call-up story?
2: So I was in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, playing the Iowa Cubs, and um, it was around Mother's Day. And I'm, I played on Mother's Day. Well, I had an off day, and then I played on Mother's Day, and then I had another off day, which was kind of weird, because usually I played like four or five sh- straight games, and then I would have my off day. I was off, played, and then I was off again. And um, I remember I got, I went like 0 for 2 with like a walk or something on Mother's Day. and. The next day I walked into the locker room and I was off again. And I'm like, that's not, it's not normal. So I walked into the coach's office because me and um, a skipper down there, Brian Polberg, he, we had a really good relationship. So I was like, what's going on? Like, why aren't I playing? And he made up some excuse that like, I didn't get a hit with the pink bat or like something like that. And I'm like, I know you you would not bench me because I didn't get a hit or something. (laughs) But yeah, so he stuck to that. And then, it's it's it sucked because I had to sit through a whole game not knowing what was going on so I sat through the whole game kind of like upset because I'm like I I just got like benched and then after the game he said go grab your phone and I uh brought my phone to him and he took it from me and called my mom and said that uh I said that he got benched because of a pink bat but actually he's going to Kansas City that's when I kind of you know I kind of lost it because I heard my mom on the other because you put it on speakerphone I heard my mom start crying I'm like oh there it goes and then uh it was something that it was pretty crazy and something I won't forget
1: when you think about all those snapshots you took in your head is there one that you have ingrained in your brain is there one that you're like that is my moment
2: there's a, a zoomed in picture of me at first base like staring up because I whenever I get um a hit I kind of you know point to the sky um but I was staring up and uh they got it on camera and i was smiling from ear to ear and i was like wow that's that's kind of my moment and then um just there there's a picture of my my family everyone in the suite jumping up and down high-fiving it was so cool to see them be so excited for me and um it was was a pretty crazy journey and quick one but we we went on it together so uh, it was awesome to see everyone happy for it
0: and then about a month later in june you have one of your biggest career games against the Tigers. Take us through that day.
2: Oh, in uh, Omaha. Uh-huh. So that was uh, that's something I won't. Re- I, I think I was more. I had more nerves and more like I was so anxious for that game because it was it was kind of surreal being able to play at my uh, college stadium. And uh, first at bat and against Matt Boyd, he's a really good pitcher, and I just wanted to see a fastball and. And take the best swing I can, and I actually hit a home run on the second pitch in the same spot that I hit my uh, last home run there, same exact spot. My last at bat in T.D. Ameritrade was against Nebraska, and I hit it uh, a home run there. So it was first time back, hit the home run there, and um, something I'll never forget. And I guess I'm a, a trivia question that I'm the only person to hit a home run in Nebraska, which is something I can <laughs> you know, hold, hold, hang my hat on.
1: I didn't think about that. And Lex and I were talking about this earlier. So I was at that game. I forgot I was at that game. I was there to cover the College World Series, but I went early to cover part of this game. And I was actually in your clubhouse post game talking to Witt um, about his time in the College World Series. Um, so I had yeah. forgotten about that. So congratulations.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Pretty big moment, and um, there's there's so much that goes into going back to your college town. But yours is so special and different, and so storied. Um, at TD Ameritrade, when you went back, did you have buddies there? Did you who was there to watch you play?
2: Yeah, I had buddies, um, college buddies. There's um, some of my college teammates actually flew back to watch it. Um, some family, uh, college coaches. I had some of the, you know, obviously storm chasers were there too. And, there was just so many familiar faces. I had Creighton fans. There was always one Creighton fan that always um, you would always wear, like he'd spray paint his hair and stuff. He was even there. So like, I I was seeing so many familiar faces. I was, I was on deck and it was, it was such a cool, cool feeling being back. And it was actually pretty crazy because when I walked in um, the clubbies that were actually working on our side was my, uh, my trainer at Creighton, my strength coach at Creighton
0: um,
2: and my, and my head coach at Creighton. So it was, it was pretty cool. Right when I walked through the doors, I, I saw familiar faces. Um, they took good, good care
0: of me. And um,
2: just to be able to have a game like that at, at, that, uh, at that stadium again was, was something really cool.
0: And where is that home run ball now?
2: That home run ball is in a case back home. Um, I, I, I put everything at home. Once I get a house, I'll, uh, I'll obviously take it all back and, and hang them up. But um, that home run ball is, is at home. I actually got a, a hit the next at bat, and then I broke my bat. Um, the third at bat. And I wanted to keep that bat, but that bat um, got auctioned off somewhere. So I don't know who who has it.
0: So I know you're excited for this season when it does eventually get underway to get back going here. And it's going to be interesting because you've got a new manager, Mike Matheny. And I don't know how much you guys have been in contact or how much he's talked to the team already, but uh, as Danny knows very well, because she is a St. Louis Cardinals fan, he <laughs> not only has been a very successful manager, but he's got a couple of Gold Gloves. So, how much are you looking forward to talking with him and getting to know him and learning from him?
2: Yeah, I've I've already learned a lot. A very intense guy, um, someone that will be good for a, a young group of guys like us. We're not we're not that old. I think the after after Gordo and Kennedy, I think the next closest one has like seven years, and then everyone else has like three to. I mean, I only have, I have less than a year. So we we don't have that much, you know, seasoning. But it was, it's something that we, we learned a ton from him. He came in, he had, uh, like, meetings um, before practices every single day. And a very intense guy, but someone that I, I can't wait to uh, work with. And someone who's going to go to bat for us. And we we can't, you know, wait to go to bat for him, too, so. We we have we have Zoom calls, Zoom meetings. He he holds them and, and talks to all of us and keeps a very straight clubhouse, but a, a, a very motivated clubhouse too.
1: I'm sure you're not doing any uh, shark, shark tank backgrounds on your Zoom calls with him, are you?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. Definitely not.
1: <laughs> no. So you kind of mentioned how young your team is. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I had the chance to cover Bobby Witt Jr. for the past two years before he got drafted and just kind of watch how impressive of a person and athlete that he is. So Royals drafted him second last year. I know you're familiar with this. The future looks bright in Kansas City. You've got the mm-hmm. youth movement. You've got the new manager how close do you feel like this team is to making a postseason run
2: well yeah you saw I mean when the 14 and 15 team they brought up those young guys in like 13 12 11 and they just you know took their bumps and bruises but they, you could, you see how it worked out in 14 and 15, and that's kind of like what's, what's happening now. We have a really good young core. We have a good, good infield, good outfield. If you look around our diamond, we have, we have some studs out there with Witt and Gordo and Dozier, Salvi. Those guys will lead the way, but we have some strong arms coming, uh, coming up in Lynch and and Singer, and it just keeps going on and on from there. We have some good arms, and and then Bobby Witt, yeah. I mean, he, he's a great guy. He's even a better guy than he is a, as a player, which is, yeah. which is something really good to see. You know, you don't want some stuff to go to their heads and a drafted second, second overall pick, and he's as nice as it gets. So we're excited when he's, when he's ready, he'll, he'll join our team too. But, um, I mean, we, we, got some, we got some studs, and we, we just kind of have to put it all together. Like I said, we're just going to take our bumps and bruises until we're all, all together, and it's going to be something very special, I think.
0: One of our favorite things about the Royals last year, especially on a national level, was watching Jorge Soler, the AL home run champ. Was there ever a time when he stepped to the plate that you thought, nah, he's not hitting a home run this time?
2: No, every single time, and it was there was a point in like July, August, right after, right after the All Star break. He obviously did it the whole whole year, but after the All Star break, there was games that we were looking at him, and it was like was, we we're almost watching a video game. That's what we were saying, where it's like it's almost a video game because anything any pitcher would throw, if it was like really close, he would not swing at it, and then when he did swing at it, it was going over the fence. So he was putting up video game numbers, and again, he's he's as nice as it gets too, and. Um, a great teammate and someone that I like playing with and a fun guy and someone very fun to watch. He's, he's very intriguing player for sure.
0: Yeah. Incredible that he was able to stay healthy throughout the entire season too and and put up those big numbers. All right, Nikki, we want to get to know a little bit more about you, especially under this stay at home order. So we're going to play a game called scale of one to 10. And since we have the video, we're going to have you hold up the number as well as say it since we're recording audio too. Okay. Scale of one to 10. How often are you ordering takeout?
2: Seven, probably seven. What are you ordering? Uh, well, I don't know. A fun fun fact about me is that Chipotle. I'm a. I have a Chipotle celebrity card, so I get free Chipotle whenever I go. So it's. I I guess I wouldn't say ordering takeout, but I, I go there and I obviously get Chipotle and bring it back. But um, Chipotle probably four or five times a week because I'm obsessed with that. But you know, pizza places around here, um, Panera, Jersey Mike's, stuff like that. So, but I Did you hear that, co- Danny?
0: <laughs> Chipotle celebrity <laughs> card. <laughs> I'm more envious of that than anything else that you've said so far on the like, podcast.
2: It, it gets, I get a free entree, um, chips, a side, and a drink anytime I go there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I have,
1: I have so many questions. I've been trying to hold my tongue, <laughs> waiting for you to finish, not interrupt you. Okay, <laughs> let me fire them off. One, how did you get it?
2: So one of my, high, it was actually Christmas day and one of my high school buddies I knew from high school, his dad is actually like the COO or CFO of Chipotle. And on Christmas day, my brother texted me and was like, Hey, I'm sitting here with his name is Johnny Hartong. And like, would you be interested in a Chipotle celebrity card? And I'm like, yes. Like what? This is uh, the best, <laughs> best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. Easy. So it worked out.
1: And what's your order?
2: I usually go with a bowl. Um, I go white rice black beans, steak and chicken, mild salsa, corn, cheese and lettuce.
1: I, I just, uh, it's hard to wrap my head around the, the yeah. life that you have right now that I yeah.
2: love It's not that like. bad. If everything doesn't work out, at least I have that to hang my hat on. It's
0: a good second <laughs> place. <laughs> if you're a celebrity at Chipotle. That's really all you need. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Scale of 1 to 10. How often are you calling your mom? My mom.
2: Um, not as much as I should. I'll give it a five. Me and my dad um, talk a lot and I, sh- I should call my mom more, but uh, she knows I love her so. Well, here's That's your a reminder to call cat. your mother. <laughs> I'll <laughs> call my mom right after this. Thanks guys. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. What about how often are you watching highlights of yourself from last year?
2: There's not that many highlights to watch really, but uh... not yet. Not, <laughs> no, yet. not yet. Not yet. There's, there's, I will watch like defensive plays. There's like um. And, like, my, my home run, because the home run in uh, TD Ameritrade wasn't caught on camera, because ESPN blacked out right when it happened. You guys oh don't know God. that story?
1: forgot about
0: no.
2: that. <laughs> so, not, my parents, like, were at home, so they, didn't, they actually didn't make the trip to Omaha. They, made, they were going um, wherever we went after Detroit. They were meeting us there. And right when I hit it, or right before I hit it, right before it, it went black. And so, no one at home got to see it. Yeah, so we don't got that, but um, we have one, the one I hit uh, in Baltimore, which, was, which is good. But I, I would say probably a three. I like watching highlights of other people, especially like, you know, Derek Jeter, Ken Griffey Jr., like people like that who've had success, and obviously I want to get to that point, but I, I, I watch uh, like videos of the grapes.
0: Scale of one to ten, how often are you thinking about dyeing your hair?
2: I have a lot of hair to dye, probably zero though yeah i did fun fact though in third grade i did have some streaks in my hair which is very weird and i don't know why my mom let me do that but i did what color i think it was like a blondish not like not like really brown blonde but like kind of like a you know i think it was blonde
0: Just it was like boy night. band time right yeah so. yeah
2: exactly i don't know i was going through a phase i guess in third grade
0: <laughs> <are we> all? <laughs> yeah all i guess
2: so yes.
0: yeah
1: all right, what about how often have you been watching The Last Dance, Jordan Duck?
2: Uh, Every single Sunday. Whether it's, I mean, live or not, but every single Sunday.
0: And what stands out to you the most?
2: His competitiveness. The funny thing is when they were talking about the gambling problem, that I thought it was so funny. Like, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a comp- uh, competition problem. I have a competitive <laughs> problem. That was something that, was, that got me. I thought that was awesome. Just seeing him compete and the way he – even, like, time and time, he was getting beat up do like during games like hard fouls and all that but he's still the great he's still the goat for my chicago bulls
1: (laughs) i've also noticed how many times has jordan changed like how many times did they interview with him he's got shirt after shirt short after short just oh i um, know a million times i'm like trying to look at the background of his house like what do you got in there man
2: (laughs) yeah i'm sure i'm
0: sure he has a a, probably a mall upstairs (laughs) yeah Definitely have shoes, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. How much has your screen time gone up since quarantine started? (laughs) 10.
2: A ton. That's, I mean, that's where I got my news, checking Twitter all the time. And then obviously, Zoom. I've been doing a lot of like Instagram lives with, with companies and stuff like that. So, screen time definitely went up.
1: What's the app you have on your phone that you don't want us to know you have on your phone?
2: App on my phone. I have Pinterest. Is that weird? I'll take it i, I go on cool. recipes and stuff sometimes
1: love it
0: how often are you falling asleep with the tv on i'll go six computer on
2: then it'd be like it'd be 10 but because i i like watching on my computer right next to me so um but uh, six for tv
0: what are you binging right now
2: um so i binged all american it was on. It was. I don't know if you guys know, but about the football player and stuff like that. And then um, right now, obviously, Last Dance. The new Thirteen Reasons Why is coming out. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that.
1: I watched the um, first season of that.
2: Yeah, but as of right now, it, it's been just Last Dance. I'm lying. No, I started New Girl actually the other day. And I've always <laughs> like, why? Why would I start that? Like, and it's one of those shows that like you you can go on any episode and you can watch it. It's, it's fine. Like, yes. it's none of it like really matches up. So.
1: What about how often are you wearing a pair of pants before washing them?
2: I've been wearing shorts, so it's been it's been 107 degrees here. So probably a two, maybe two. I'm pretty good at washing my stuff.
1: What about how often are you online shopping?
2: Six. I'll give that six. Usually I'm online shopping for like Adidas stuff because I'm sponsored by Adidas, but Usually it's that, but right now since it's uh, all this quarantine stuff, I haven't been doing that. But I, I shopped online yesterday for my mom for Mother's Day. So,
0: good job. Can you tell us what you got her?
2: I can, but hopefully she's not. So um, I got her a a glass, like a like a mug, and then obviously some flowers. But the mug on the back, cause she she likes Bud Light. Who doesn't like Bud Light? But um, she likes Bud Light. And on the back of the mug, it's a Bud Light mug. And on the back of it, it says, Mom's mug, don't, don't even t- don't touch. Like, don't think about it. Don't <laughs> even think about it. So Good. she'll like that. She'll get a kick of that.
0: Perfect. Scale of one to ten, how often are you watching KBO games?
2: Two, two days ago, I think it was the first time I watched. And there, what two? it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I stayed up late. And I was watching it. Yeah, It was, pre- it was pretty cool just to see baseball live again. So what was that a 7, 8, 10, 10? I'll we'll go 10.
0: <laughs> and what are your thoughts about guys playing in an empty stadium and how different that is from a full crowd?
2: If we can get baseball back, I'm, I'm all for it. Obviously, it's going to be a little different. But hopefully, eventually, if we just do that for like a month or two, then we can bring fans back in. But um, I'm all for it, so 10.
0: What about the concept of miking players up, and who do you think would be the best to mic up on your team?
2: That would be so cool. Um, I think that's that's something that we should do. I think I'd be pretty good mic'd up. No, I don't. I think Salvi Salvi would be a good one. He he has a ton of fun playing. So micing up Salvi would be would be someone that would be very interesting.
1: Absolutely. All right. Last one. How often are you picking up a baseball?
2: I go with a a seven. I go to the field like four. I can't I can't give it a ten because I go probably three or four times a week. So obviously the other days I'm not picking up a baseball, but I go to the stadium um, the complex. I hit and uh, I throw, so can't give it a ten.
0: What are your workouts like? Are you doing full workouts? Are you doing anything at home, or everything's at the facility?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to the facility. Um, there's a, there's a quite a few people on our team there too. We're able to use the turf field outside uh, our turf area right outside of the um, the weight room, and they wrote up really good workouts for us, and we're able to work out there, and then um, you know use the conditioning field to do some conditioning work and sprints and and then the cages are open so if you want to hit off a tee and do some flips we can do that
0: all right Nikki time for our rapid fire we did extensive amounts of research on you on okay. Google Instagram and Twitter so are <laughs> you ready out. for this watch out I'm ready. we knew before you told us that you had a Chipotle burrito card that you had a Chipotle burrito card so <laughs> what would you sell your Chipotle burrito card for what's it worth to you Ooh.
2: I would sell the Chipotle burrito card for, if I was smart, I should sell it for like 10 years of the big leagues, but um, probably a million dollars.
1: Million dollars. low.
2: We'll go a million dollars. That's how much I love Chipotle. That's low. <laughs> That's
1: low. <laughs> <laughs> <Lex>. <laughs> all right. You signed the wall at Fenway. Really jealous of that. Who signed the wall that you would want to spend an off day with?
2: There were so many people on there. I think Post Malone signed them all. I would love to spend an office day with Post Malone. That would be something really cool. He likes Bud Light. I like Bud Light. I like his music. His music is unbelievable. I think I signed right underneath Macklemore. In the, in the, in, I remember seeing his in all caps, so, but probably Post Malone.
0: Nicky, you have a bulldog named Hank the Tank. Is that correct?
2: Hanky Tanky, yes. He's What's the, the most
0: human thing that Hanky Tanky does?
2: <laughs> Snores. Oh, my God. He snores louder than my dad. My dad snores. I snore sometimes when I'm in a deep sleep, but now you can hear him. If he's, if he's downstairs, you can hear him up from upstairs. You can hear him in any room in the house.
1: All right. Love, marry, kill. Oh
0: boy.
1: Sharks, snakes, spiders.
0: I heard those were your love, three phobias. Love, marry, kill. I'll
2: kill sharks. I'll kill sharks. I want to go in the water and I just don't want to because they're somewhere around too and spiders (laughs) I guess I would I don't know all right so I would I would I think I would I think I would marry I would love I think I would love sharks I would kill snakes and marry spiders
1: I think that's a smart move there
2: I'm not I'm not proud of that but maybe the shark maybe if I was married to spiders they'll like get over it and stuff not not come near me
0: I love how much you struggled with that answer. That's hilarious. Uh, those, are,
2: those are my worst. I hate those. Oh, they're so bad. Scorpions are now on my next list. I've seen a lot of them out here.
0: Gross. How about one thing one of your teammates could add to your Wikipedia page that only they know? I'm a
2: Bears fan, and it sucks because I'm in a – I'm literally in the same – I'm in the same city as the best team in the NFL right now. And, um, but I'm, I'm slowly but surely turning into a Chiefs fan. I, I like to tell him that that's my NFC team and the Chiefs are my AFC team. So I, I got, I, I'll slide by with that.
0: Didn't you meet Patrick Mahomes?
2: I did. Yeah, I met Patrick Mahomes. Met They always have that big slick game too. So Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I actually did a charity event with Travis Kelsey. And then, yeah, so I, I, met, I met them. And those, those guys are good people. So hopefully he doesn't know about that though.
0: I was gonna Love say you didn't tell him you were a Bears fan, right?
2: <laughs> hey man, be easy on the Bears this year. No, I did not do that.
1: We're gonna talk about barbecue for a quick second because St. Louis has good barbecue. But what's your favorite spot in Kansas City to hit up?
2: So far, uh, Gus's. We have it catered into our clubhouse often, and they have like these spicy, like chicken wings that are just oh so good. And it's probably not the best to have before a game, but I, I have them. But that was something that I wanted to do this, this year was to go and have some more barbecue in KC because I wasn't really, you know, I was that rookie last year that kind of just went to the field, went home, did nothing. So I'm, I want to go out and about and explore Kansas City a little bit more.
0: How about the pitcher, speaking of the season coming up, that you're most looking forward to facing?
2: We, played, we faced some pretty good pitchers. And I don't know if you guys heard about that, like the division thing. That um, they were thinking about doing. If that's the case, then I'm I'm looking forward to facing some of the Cubs pitchers, because I um, grew up in Chicago, grew up a, a Cubs fan. Actually, I was actually a Yankee fan because I, I like Derek Jeter. That's all. I, like I watched Derek Jeter a ton, but my my family's Cubs fan, so I, I, I think being able to face some um, uh, Cubs Cubs pitchers would be kind of cool.
0: I think some of the players are more excited about the realignment that could possibly happen than we know about right I mean Nikki have you guys talked about that amongst your team
2: not really amongst my team I mean obviously me and Keller um, he's my roommate Brad Keller Um, we've talked about a little bit all we heard was that there's uh, talks about you know three divisions of 10 teams and we would just play inside of that division and our division's pretty stacked which is going to be something that's really cool and something that I think our team can kind of take advantage of and kind of see where where we are at see what you know how we go about our business against these kind of teams. And I think it would, I think it would ultimately help us uh, going forward, especially waiting for those, you know, guys to come up. And I think it's something that can be very beneficial.
0: Nikki, you mentioned that Derek Jeter is one of your favorite players. How often were you Jeter in the backyard, bottom of the ninth, full count?
2: Way too much. Um, That's, that's something that my, my parents know a ton about. Um, I was two or three years old out, out in the backyard, like, running i was arguing with umpires fake umpires like arguing and running around i would come inside with like grass stains like mud but i would do it every single day and that's something that you know they have pictures of and something that they they tell the the stories about but i was i was jeter i was a rod i was barry bonds i was I, i was all these guys and i could do the batting stances all that stuff so something that i i did at a young age and i did that until i was probably in college
1: obviously we just had Cinco de Mayo and I saw this video of you, uh, cooking with chef K. Is that right?
2: Yep. yep. Okay. So chef Johnny, yeah,
1: that's right. What is one ingredient that is you have to have on your taco? There's no debate. It must be on there.
2: So there's like taco seasoning is Ortega taco seasoning and it's so good. And I actually made tacos yesterday too. And I put the Ortega taco seasoning on it and it's, you can put it on like anything and it's so good. But if I'm, if I'm grilling out or if I'm putting like any meat or whatever, I'm putting uh Lowry seasoning salt on it. Lowry seasoning salt is like my go-to seasoning.
0: How about the one meal that you can't live
2: without? I could probably eat Chipotle for the rest of my life, to be honest.
1: What's the most times in a day that you've had Chipotle?
2: I think three. I had one time for lunch and then I, I went to the field and had it pregame and then actually postgame too. So I think three times the, the most I've had it. My mm. stomach
1: hurts thinking about that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You can
2: do like, you can do like burritos. Uh, you can do burrito bowls, tacos. You can do so many things.
0: Celebrity status. I wouldn't know. Nice. <laughs> wouldn't know about that.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Nikki, when you finally have your Jose Batista bat flip moment, because we know it's coming at some point, of how often have you practiced a bat flip that you could put on display?
2: I have, I have uh, practiced it sometimes. Like usually, like my last round of BP in like the cages where no one can see me. I, you know, I flip the bat, but I don't think I could do that. I don't think I, I, one, I don't hit enough home runs to be able to do that. You know, the guys, the guys that can bat flip are the guys that, you know, hit hit home runs often. So I I just place it down and I sprint like it's gonna be a triple until it goes over the fence. That's that's what I do.
1: Yeah, but scenario-wise, I mean, bottom of the ninth, you have the game-winning hit. It's a home run. You're not flipping your bat?
2: I'm flipping my bat. It might not be a big one, but there's going to be a little flip in there. So if that ever comes true, I'll I'll circle back to you guys and be like, did you see that bat flip?
0: (laughs) We can't wait for that. We know that you have a very supportive girlfriend, Nikki. So what is the best surprise that your girlfriend has ever planned for you?
2: Oh, this this spring training was awesome. It was my birthday. It was actually right before quarantine happened. And I went out to, with, with my buddy, two buddies, we went to breakfast and one of my roommates w- didn't come with us. And I was, I was like, okay, whatever. But they were planning a surprise birthday party for me. And it was something that I had zero clue. Like literally had no clue. And sometimes during surprises, you kind of have that like feeling like something's going to happen. I had no clue. And um, I walk in and there's, you know, 20 teammates there's you know 20 of their girlfriends wives my parents were there yeah it was, it was a big deal it was something that, it was really cool
0: how about the one thing you do that just annoys the crap out of her
2: oh probably play video games that annoys her there's a lot of things I think that annoy the crap out of her to be honest Still when you've now. been together for a while that, those yeah, start to add up letting. right Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I don't mean to you know I have good intentions that's the only thing
0: Nikki, if you could break one record in baseball, what would it be and why?
2: I think the all-time hits record, to be honest. Obviously, that's an unbelievable feat because I need probably – how many more do I need? Like 4,000, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that would be something that – because, I mean, home runs obviously are very impressive. But, like, getting just a hit in, in the major leagues is something that's, like, extremely tough, especially with all these pitchers. Um, how good they are nowadays so I think being able to get four thousand plus hits is something that would be insane
0: all right Nikki we end every podcast with an embarrassing story everyone's got to give us one so you got (laughs) to dig in your memory bank whether it's from when you were younger or something recently that just absolutely embarrassed you to your core that you lay awake at night and think about and you can't get rid of what's your embarrassing story
2: Oh my God. I was really young. And like two um, years not, ago. <laughs> yeah, I was really young. I was 25. And I, uh, it was actually last week. No, um, I was young. I went to go play kickball. That's how young I was. We're playing kickball. And, and I don't think anybody at the time knew or anything, but I, I left like so fast because I didn't want to tell anyone. But I went to kick and I went to go run. And obviously it, it had to it happen. I, I pooped myself. And then uh, I think I was like, it was before middle school, but I had to ride my bike home, and <laughs> it was like the worst thing ever. I was like, what is going on? But um, I think that was my most embarrassing story. I- I'm alright to tell it now, right? I think.
0: Yeah. Did anyone ever know?
2: <laughs> the people I I was playing with probably not, but I've told this story before to like friends now and stuff. I- I'm I'm very comfortable about it. I mean, I don't think I've played kickball until then. i i I'm one because like i was young and two i just have horror stories about playing kickball i don't even want to go go play kickball anymore
0: (laughs) it's been ruined (laughs) you have been an absolute gem thank you so much for hopping on the podcast um we loved watching you last season and we're looking forward to seeing you back on the field this year when the season does resume
2: i appreciate it thank you guys for having me see
0: you guys